Okay, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I am your host, the Afro Boy, Prince of Afro Unity. Um, this is the Lost African Podcast, uh, where we talk about Afro culture, financial literacy, and um, controversy. Uh, but we're going to go down the the lines more of controversy today. But it will be a little bit different because most of the time when I do controversy, it's very direct. It's very um, to the point, um, it's those uh, difficult conversations. Uh, but it's going to be controversial, but a little light as far as uh, what I've been trying to get across uh, as far as the message for my whole show uh, for, for every episode I do, which is um, social awareness and social acceptance uh, via our Africanness, via our Blackness, via um, who we are as a collective and who we are as individuals. So we're going to talk about um, the anime world, which goes into what I like to call alternative blackness. Um, and even how anime uh, now is starting to get more socially aware. And when I came across, there, there are a couple other animes um, that I watch. If you guys didn't know, I do watch anime. Um, I've been an anime fan forever. Um, you know, some people be like, oh, that's just cartoons. No, there's, there's actually a difference uh, if you're going into the anime space. But I want to talk about this as far as how they got into social awareness and what I started to see in one of the animes that I watch, which is uh, Megalobox. So Megalobox is a, is a pretty intermingled anime. Uh, it's about boxing. It's somewhat futuristic, somewhat very traditional, and very mixed. Um, and the reason that is is because um, the a lot of the characters are what you say, well, what really first caught my eye is, is the main character, the storyline, and a lot of the other characters have some form of a reflection of me. And when I say that, um, I'm saying that in the in the gods of how they look, like their their ethnic look, uh, looks like me. A lot of the characters are of a of a darker hue. They have locks. They have afros. They are are more blackish. Uh, but here's the thing: why I say it's a, it's very uh, diverse mixed is because you get a very Latin feel. Um, especially if you're talking about like Central America, you know, so, so Mexico, uh, Costa Rica, uh, Ecuador, Honduras, probably more like, like Honduras, because uh, I also learned that Honduras is, has a very uh, deep black um, ethnic base, so a very uh, Africano or or Negrito uh, type of feel to them. Um, and then the main character, which is uh, a, a brown skin or darkish man who has an Afro, his name is um, Gearless Joe. Uh, he is the, the man who faces all odds, um, who comes from what they call the slums in this, in this world of so advancement, this world of what is perceived to be privileged or, or this world outside of himself, outside of his norms. Um, but he wants to be great. He knows that he is great. He feels empowered. He's like, yo, it does not matter where I come from. I perceive that I am 
um, the best and I can prove it. I want to prove that I am greater than um, the predicaments of my environment, which a lot of us can relate to, not just being black, just um, growing up in these sort of environments, um, these poverty stricken environments, a lot of us can relate to. So, you know, that was another thing that, that caught my eye. Um, you know, they, they use a lot of the term, they use a lot of these terms, you know, straight dog, uh, mutt, so forth. Um, and in season one, you see it more in season two, um, but storyline still is very good, how he triumphs uh, and does become the best. He proves that uh, your outlook of me does not determine my greatness. I determine uh, my greatness. And as a black man, I can really understand that. Um, but when I say when it comes to um, ethnic or cultural mergers, literally in season one, this is a Afro-Mexicano man. Like they literally tell you, let you know he's from Mexico, like, like straight up. But he is a black man. He has locks. He is of a darker hue um, and, and, and everything. Uh, his style, his swagger has a very Africano, uh, Negro type of feel to it, but he's also very much um, Latino, which is why I always say like a lot of people be stuck on, uh, and I understood it, but a lot of people be stuck on what you look like and not who you are and how you perceive and represent yourself. That is how I will look at you. How you represent yourself, not on the outside, but on the inside, your consciousness, how you interact with me. Uh, what what does your vibes, your energy, your frequency, uh, and your soul present when you come to me? Or is it different? Do you interact with me different than you do other people? And when we can tell, we all can tell. Uh, because if your vibe is the same across the board, then your vibe is the same across the board. You you kind of like that's that's what a lot of like a lot of black folks, especially if you're talking about African Americans, that's that's what when we reference like oh, you have a soul. We we see we see the the soul in you. When we when we say that or use anything, in the reference of those terms, we're talking about we see. Uh, the Africanness in you. We see the the blackness in you. Uh, we see that you see us as human beings first and foremost, but then we also see that you connect with us uh, and so forth and so on. So when we go into season two about this show, they they bring upon more social issues, which is why I like anime. Anime is very more direct. So I am talking about um, what you call alternative blackness in the form of anime and anime um, bringing social awareness as far as um, the show Megaloboxing, it it blends uh, ethnic groups and even cultural groups. So a lot of the characters have Afrocentric features, but they're also very Latino. Um, and I wanted to sort of blend why the show um, got my attention 
because I saw a reflection of myself, but I also saw um, the merger of what you would call Latin culture, uh, especially from their dialect, like the way they speak and they even use Spanish, like they literally speak Spanish in the show. But ethnically, they, they resemble me. So I liked it, the merger, um, especially in season two, which we're going to get more into. So like in season two, they really up the ante on social issues. And the way they do that is they talk about racism and discrimination and immigration uh, views, how, uh, especially in, in America, the issues with immigration, racism and discrimination. And the way they do that is in season two, there is a, there is a, a plot, there's a plot of land and they literally call the people uh, who, who are presiding in their homes on this plot of land immigrants. They literally use the term immigrants. They call them immigrants. Um, but the way they do that is in probably, I believe it's episode three or two. There's a scene where there's an older lady. She's coming up. She's trying to get something from the store. And there's a sign put up on the store that says, you know, no immigrants, no stray dogs. You know, there, there are other signs with um, discriminatory writing, talking about go home, we don't want you here, so forth and so on. And um, being a black man historically and even present day, that's something that I really, really uh, related to. But I also like the way that because they're classifying them as immigrants, they're trying to they're trying to bring multiple att attention to to multiple issues that we have as human beings about trying to treat human beings, no matter what ethnic background they come from, what cultural background they come from, uh, with a better understanding that that it, it's wrong to treat people this manner. Uh, that they just we're just all humans trying to live in this world. Um, they wish we had more understanding. Um, they even go so as far as like um, in one of the scenes in the show, they where where they reside, where they settle at on this plot of land, just similar. It's it's that's even what you call similar to like a reservation. Um, you're going on the native side where they they hang a dog. So as as a black man, as a black person, seeing that. That's an instant uh, reflection of historically of what we've gone through. They've they've hung a doll saying we don't want you, um, so forth and so on. Um, go home, no immigrants allowed. Um, so I I saw uh, a deeper message, which is why I try to talk about alternatives and, and for what I see, they have deeper meanings, which is why I like anime. Anime um, takes it a step further, but it still allows you to get away from the world, but pay attention to what is going on in the reality of the world you live in. Um, and when they have this Latin culture blend with African presence, uh, a lot of the time, especially in Mexico, um, and it gives me very more of a Central American feel, uh, they they have a, what do you call, a Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, uh, or, or is it de, de las Fasuetes? The Day of the Dead. I, I don't know how to say it in Spanish. Uh, but they have a lot of representation of that. 
on the Latin side when they, they spread a lot of flowers and they honor um, the ancestors who have passed. They, they don't like to forget their homeland or their, their countrymen or or they, they always bring up, um, you know, coming across the sea, um, coming here, trying to get a better life. And that brings uh, a lot on more so of the, the what you call the immigrate or immigration side, um, especially in, in the Latin world, but even in general, like just the immigration side in, in general, how they, they, they don't come here um, they don't they don't come here with with the intent of from what i see with the intent of all oh, work where we don't want to deal with you that's that's a separate ideology that you have to deal with within yourself um I, I do believe that they do come and they come here that they're coming with the the presence and the ideals of that this place can do something that my homeland hasn't done this this form of economical advancement this what you what people call the american dream but again black americans and african americans don't understand that concept um but what is pushed as that narrative is that my country has has to catch up to what the small crumbs of what the american dream as it's trying to come to fruition, which is you can be uh, anything you want to be, you know, which is a lot of what a lot of people um, hang on to. That's a, that's a, the core of the concept of what you probably hear a lot of immigrants say is economical advancement here. Um, but going back into it, you know, so they, they talk about racism, they talk about discrimination because what they call the locals, which is the people who live um in the country where they're not from you know they destroy and damage they refer to them as immigrants they destroy and damage the immigrants home they keep trying to get them to leave and there's a moment because there's a kid so there there's a kid who's brought here who's probably more so grown up in this country and more so not his homeland who is struggling with being what they call an immigrant, being a differ, but trying to get along with the other kids who are his age, who somewhat become his friends, but he he struggles with that. Well, I'm pushing hatred. I'm pushing these horrible ideas upon my people. I'm telling them to to go home, read the sign. They don't want you just to fit in just to uh, stop that, that, that pressure, that discrimination, that, that hatred that he sees as a reflection upon his people. And again, being a, a, being a black man, I understand that. I understand that presence of, of not wanting to be hated just for existing. So, so that connected with me, uh, especially what I know just about uh, African or, or Black history in um, the Latin world. So my uh, viewpoint is different. My viewpoint is different. But basically, you know, he's it, it damages him. But he he comes out of it after a while. He realizes that. Uh, my people care for me uh, 
for me is me. I don't have to try with them. Um, I fought against him for so long. I got tired and I realized that what I was doing was wrong. So he comes up out of it, which I really like, um, especially with them being young, because one of the things that um, I try to do now, um, which I have to get better to, which is which is why I tell people to, to support the podcast, support the show, share it, so forth and so on. Um, so I can free up the time to do so much more for my community, but just um, the people in the world. Uh, I tell people this all the time. My show is centered uh, around a cause for my people to be better, but there's something underneath that. Yes, I'm trying to push the ideals for my people to be better, but never let them feel like just because I want them to be better that they're less than as they are. No, I am trying to prove to you that no matter what lifestyle you live, whether you are alternative, whether you watch anime, whether you do whatever it is you do, um, you can be better. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're, I understand that we grew up in this environment and we make decisions that we, that we have to live with, uh, that we did not put ourselves in these conditions, that we were born in these conditions, but these conditions don't make, make or break us all the time. Uh, I understand the choices a lot of my homies make. Uh, they understand the choices I've made. I've been in their same shoes. So I never judge a man on whatever his lifestyle and choice of path is because I understand exactly the traumas and, and struggles that he's gone through. So I'll never look a man, no matter how he dresses, as, as me being better than him, never. Um, because I understand the, the at the core of this, we are still what? Trying to exist and just be treated um, human beings as fairly. So for me, uh, when I want to go a little bit into what I like to call alternative blackness or alternativeness, um, which is more of a, a social construct. So the, the struggle that I feel like that I'm starting to realize is that we sometimes have boxed ourselves in, in these ideals with this is how you have to be to be uh, socially accepted by your group, by your, your culture. And it's, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it has to, I feel that it has to, to change. I love my traditions. This is how I've always put it. I love my black traditions. I love black soul, black music, black culture. Uh, because there is a lot of strength. There is a lot of pride that comes within the culture. Now, what ended up happening was that I don't think we realized how much uh, we've hammered uh, certain ideals of blackness into uh, our social constructs to where when we do alternative things that are not seen outside of the norm, we are pushed out of our own culture, yet we're still raised the same way. That's why I talk about alternative blackness. 
you know so when people talk about their they they're very art their 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 artistry um whether it's anime whether it's gaming whether it's uh being a scientist so forth and so on uh a lot of these things should be more looked upon the the black world black diaspora because i'm pretty sure this isn't this doesn't only um happen in in the black universe but happens in other ethnic groups because remember i always try to to turn this into a thing to where all human beings of every ethnic group can learn from this having these type of conversations whether it's rooted around blackness or not that uh, we have to be more accepting of differences that these are accomplishments that should be looked upon as paths to success paths to um, resources. So whenever I meet someone who is educated, I met a few lawyers recently, um, black sisters, and I told them, I said, I thank you for becoming a lawyer and I praise and hope that you're uh, helping our people in a positive manner. I do not bash you for going to get your education and becoming uh, this person in society, whether it's in the corporate world or otherwise, I say thank you because now you have become a pathway saying that we can be a resource. We put a crack in the door or we've kicked the door all the way open. We are now in this space because a lot of time what I go and look for is a where, where are the, the black resources? Where are the Africano resources, African resources. Where are where are my people to where I feel some sort of safety net? Now I'm not telling you to just go and willy nilly um, and disregard uh, human beings and a nature, whether it be negative or positive. But what I'm saying is that. There is a different feel when I get and see the saying that my people are in this space. I say, okay, people who who nine times out of 10 should see me as me, understand me, um, where I come from, for the most part, which is why I love that black culture is universal when it comes to uh, the country that we developed it in, in the US. Uh, but even Af Africanness is, is universal, just depending on your outlook. Uh, it, it just feel good to, to see someone like me. That's 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 really all I'd be saying. Uh, but I hope you got something important out of this message. Hope you got something uh, that made your day that you can go tell your kids like, hey, it's, it's cool for you to watch whatever you watch, be whatever you can be, because that is a avenue because there are other people who like you who wish they, they could see themselves in that manner. There's a huge flux of black ideals that are that are changing there's this um blur con there's literally blur con and I, I love it because now there's a there's a space that's being be, becoming more acceptable saying that oh, okay yeah we we do that we have fun doing that society you know what i'm saying like it's, it's cool uh and i love seeing that but uh that's just the message for today like i said 
appreciate everybody for listening to the show, whether you listen live or listening later. Uh, I am your host, the Lost African Afro Boy, and I will holler at y'all later. Please go follow me on on Instagram, Afro Boy underscore Lost Heritage, TikTok, same thing. Um, Facebook though, Facebook is the Lost African from my actual uh, blog page. And then the podcast is Lost African because that's originally how I started out. Um, but through understanding this, I developed into the man you see today because I understand who, who I am uh, and all of these mixtures and shapes and forms. And I take pride in every which way of my Africanness and Blackness because it is tied as one and the same to me. Um, they are just branches or or, or uh, legs to the, the the table or the tree, which is the development of me as a melanated man, as a black man, as an African descendant man uh, who comes from a line of, of strong mind and mental people and willing people. So yeah, man, follow me, share, like, do all those things, subscribe. Uh, you can donate, um, you can do a subscription. Uh, because I'm going to talk about what I want to build this um, into being. I'm going to do a show separate on that, about the, the big vision of this whole plot. But I'll holler at y'all later.